It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-1 to to tie this series up at two games apiece. The Golden Knights holding serve on home ice, and this one tonight, a dominant win. And to help us break this one down, we head back up to the radio booth, bringing the voice of the Vegas Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, Dan, it's another banner night for Jonathan Marcheseau, a playoff hat trick for Jonathan. Uh, are the Golden Knights starting to really hit their stride offensively in this series? Now that group seems to be Marcheseau, Carlson, and Smith. I, I, you know, They have had their spurts. They have, throughout the uh, the course of Golden Knights history, managed to find that rhythm. Other times, you know, they, they've languished occasionally, and Pete DeBoer did separate them at one point last year, and he tried to find the right matchups and everything. But you're right. This is some of the best play that we've seen from the Golden Knights' second line now. We'll call it that. Marcia so Carlson and Smith, now they at one point in team history, with the number one line, but they are producing like a number one line right now. Um, you know, they are putting up the points, Ryan, but I yeah. think what's just as impressive is that the 200-foot game. I asked Nick Haig about it on the pregame show, Ryan Craig about it on the pregame show. When you, you see it, as we do, night in, night out, you get a better appreciation for that stuff that doesn't make the highlight real, and I think that, as has happened so often, strong play in one end of the ice or one aspect of the game impacts the other, and you're seeing it right now for those three guys. You know, Dan, when you look at the Golden Knights right now, at least over the last eight periods of hockey, they, they just seem so connected, so dialed in on their details. Why, why do you feel they've been able to kind of turn that page after the first period of game number two and be this locked in? I wish I could tell you precisely from a hockey expert standpoint what it is that the adjustments are. Pete DeBoer is a remarkably impressive coach when it comes to adjustments. And sometimes it doesn't work out, but it seems that more often than not they do, right? You can kind of read into it in another aspect with the penalty kill. You know, on three different teams with San Jose, New Jersey, and the Golden Knights, he has put a club in the upper echelon of the of the league in terms of penalty kill in other words he sees the game he makes adjustments and then puts them into effect with how he coaches his players the numbers would also indicate in terms of they have the best goals against average in hockey this year uh, similarly they have found ways um bouncing back goaltending is part of it but i mean heck ryan they held colorado to 18 shots today yeah. that is the lowest colorado has had all season and by the way last game they held him to 20 which had tied their lowest of the season. And the game before that, they only had 25. You're talking about the best offense in hockey in the regular season that steamrolled through the Blues with lots of goals in the first round. And here they are, shot totals of 37 in game one, then 25 game two, 20 in game three, and 18 here today. You know, Dan, one thing that I think is really interesting about the Golden Knights is with Patrick Brown on that fourth line, they just seem to be able to find their spots and really control play. I think Patrick Brown on that line has been a spark plug for them, and they've been excellent since he's been back in the lineup. 
he's a different player than Pierre-Edouard Belmar, but yeah. the similarity that comes to mind is their hockey IQ, the intelligence that Belmar brought to that fourth line, that Brown brings to that fourth line. You know, Patrick has spoken about a handful of players specifically and talking about Mark Stone and the Selkie and you hear it from guys it's the hockey smarts he puts himself in the right position and stays in the right position he's playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers patrick brown brings some of that you know clearly a hockey lifer dad uncle played in the nhl i mean this is a guy who has uh, played at some of the, the most impressive hockey stops in boston college and jerry york and you know, look what happened in his tenure with the Hurricanes organization and now with the Golden Knights. Simply, he's a smart guy. Uh, you know, sports is in his blood. You know, he's 28 years old, played all four years at BC, and, um, you know, he can call up his dad after a game and ask for pointers, right? So I, I just think that it, it, what he brings is a calmness to that group. Um, there's a, You can let the other guys... Now, Brown is fast, right? You know, he's got the speed, too. I don't want to take away from his skill set but I think that he brings a, a certain level of calmness where Carrier and Ryan Reeves can kind of do their normal thing, but Brown is sort of a steadying force there. All right, Dan, as always, thanks for joining me here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show, and we will chat with you on Tuesday. Sounds good. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-1 to to even up this series at two games apiece. Let's head downstairs, bring in Mark Stone and Marc-Andre Fleury as they address the media after tonight's game. You know, we're trying to make them come 200 feet to get a scoring chance. Um, I think in game one... Uh, you know, we didn't do a great job of that. We kind of um, a little sloppy and, and, and let them uh, kind of freewheel. If you make them come 200 feet and they get a great chance and they score, you know, if Bauer makes a great save on it, you kind of have to tip your cap. But um, when you're uh, forechecking the way we're forechecking, um, you know, forcing them to make uh, plays to beat us, um, you know, that's when you're playing your best. Next, we'll go to Jesse Granger with The Athletic. Mark Stone, I mean, can you talk about the job Alex Petrangelo did tonight, especially uh, avoiding from quickly making your lives easy? Sorry, I, I lost, uh, cut out a little bit there. Can, can you just talk about the job Alex Petrangelo did tonight, especially avoiding that pressure uh, from there for checking, getting the puck to you guys quickly? Yeah, he's, um, you know, you're starting to understand. Uh, you know why the addition was made um he's playing big minutes uh yeah he's really calming influence back there for everybody um, he you know they, he's, he's hard to forecheck you, you know between him theo uh, those are two hard, hard guys to forecheck and making really good plays uh, transporting the puck for for forwards and um you know that's been the importance for us to uh, uh to get our forecheck established is uh, the transition, uh, the transition game from our defense, uh, and it's not just Petro, not just Theo. Everybody's doing a great job uh, of of making quick and simple plays, uh, and that can that can get frustrating uh, for other uh, for their teams. So, um, but you know, we'll regroup after tonight and, and be ready for uh, Tuesday. Next, we we'll go to Willie Ramirez 
Associated Press. For Mark Stone, after the team fell in a 2-0 deficit after the first two games, you said that the series isn't over until, or you're not out of a series until you lose at home. Did you foresee how easy it's been for this team to, to sort of dominate? It's never easy. Um, you know, we're playing the President's Trophy winners. Um, but at the same time, um, I think we gave them a little bit too much respect. Uh, obviously, in game one, I kind of sat back or just kind of dipped our toe. Um, and I think after, uh, you know, the first period in game two, we realized we can play these guys. Um, but to, to say that it's easy is is a, is a very false statement. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're a great team. Um, you know, they're going back home. They're going to be bringing their best game. So um, we're just looking to go on the road and, and try and do a lot of the same things that we've been doing doing at home and uh, over the last three games uh, combined. Next, we'll go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, again, for Mark Stone. Uh, Pete said the other day that he thought that game three was the, the closest that Max Pacioretty had looked to kind of being back to normal. So I guess how dangerous is he when he is going at 100% and scoring all these goals? Not for sure. I mean, I don't think we no, – I don't know if we've had a single practice um, with, him in all, uh, with him out there. Um, so it's, it's very tough. You know, you can skate on your own as much as you want. Um, try and get into shape as, as much as you want um, you know even practices uh, it's hard to um, you know simulate a game and, and for him to come in in game seven uh, and play the way he's played uh, throughout this playoffs um, you know, I think he for sure has another step to gain um, that's just how good he is um, so for him uh, getting into our lineup uh, it has allowed us to have a tremendous depth uh, throughout, throughout the lineup and uh, add a guy who's uh, you know a 40 goal scorer in this league and uh, always a threat to score from anywhere, as you can see on his goal today. Next, we'll go to Storm Bontoni, Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Andre, just building off a few things that um, Mark said earlier, obviously going down 0 2 in this series, it's a long series, it's a long way to go. But to be able to have the offense in front of you and get redemption at home, what does that mean? Uh, I think we all had confidence in our team, right? Um, you know, it's always tough going down to zip in, in this series, but. We all knew that we could come back, right? we could make it. And um, at the game two, we played very well. We could have won that game, you know, and uh, definitely that was a tough loss. But I thought everybody battled back right in that third period for game three here. And it's such a good feeling in front of our fans to, to get that win. And again, tonight, uh, everybody played a great 60 minutes, you know, from start to finish where the team was awesome. And um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we're just going to keep it going, keep it coming. Next question tonight comes from Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, for Mark Andre, you just said it right there that you guys got to keep it going. I guess what are the keys to doing that now on the road? Um, I keep playing fast, keep playing simple. Um, keep, you know, like Mark was saying, our four check's been awesome. Um, our power play has been good, you know, and, um, you know, Mark, Mark's, he didn't, didn't take too much credit, but his line's been. Uh, playing great in front of the big line too, right? With McKinnon and uh, and Descog and Rantanen, so uh, they're a big part, you know, to shut them down and, and they're getting some chances, scoring some goals, you know. And um, yeah, then we just got keep putting the work for 60 minutes, you know, for the next game and should be in good shape. Take two final questions tonight from Mark Stone and Mark Andre Fleury. Next one goes to Chris Matthews, Channel Eight, Las Vegas. 
Mark Andre, can you talk about? You've seen it from the very beginning. Just the uh, and everybody talks about the crowd advantage that the Vegas Golden Knights have. Can you talk to me about how real that is and how much eighteen thousand plus kind of makes actually does give you that home ice advantage, maybe more than any other arena. Uh, I think it's awesome. You know, it's it, it's so much fun, and uh, I think you could see last game. You know, once we um, once we got to set up the game at two, right? The building was was going nuts, and I feel like it gave a lot of a boost to our team. And we just kept coming and coming, and we you know scored a third goal, and felt like the roof was coming off. You know, it was uh, it's such a good feeling. It's it's so much fun to play those games, and uh, like you said, I think the the crowd gives us sometimes a little energy, a little, uh, a little giddy up, you know, and um, makes it a lot of fun. Last question tonight from Mark. And Mark goes to Brian Blessing, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Uh, Mark Stone, Pacioretty gets the, the wrist shot. Mark still gets the one-timer. But the crash in the net, living in the crease, Brown punches one in. Mark still was living in the crease. What's the mindset of the group to get down low in Grubauer's grill a little bit and, and be in that dirty area? Yeah, I mean, he played really well, uh, you know, those first three games. Um, you know, we wouldn't say we were, he was getting in our heads, but, uh, you know, we were kind of fighting it a bit uh, just to score goals. And, um, you know, you look at the last <clears throat> two we scored uh, in game three, and, you know, you got guys in front of the net and uh, tips and, uh, and sticking with plays. And um, it's the same tonight. You know, our first goal, uh, you know, guys just stuck with it and found a way to, and to find rebounds and um, yeah, I mean, we're getting our chances, um, but it's about getting second and third looks and, um, you know, we got to find ways to, to keep getting to the net and, and getting those loose chains because, you know, he makes a lot of first saves uh, as most goalies in this league do, but it's a second and third opportunities that uh, uh, those, are, those are where you're going to capitalize. Thanks guys. That was Mark Stone and Mark Andre Fleury as they addressed the media after tonight's game. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. And for the Golden Knights tonight, they got uh, a little bit healthier. Braden McNabb off the NHL's COVID-related absence list, suited up for the Golden Knights and and played a a heck of a game uh, when you consider maybe not skating as much as as you you'd think like this is this a big game for Braden McNabb to get back in and he played incredibly well Ryan Reeves also returns to the lineup for the Golden Knights has himself uh, a strong night gets an assist on Patrick Brown's goal so all the lineup changes uh, worked out well for Pete DeBoer head coach Pete DeBoer is downstairs and Pete uh, Stone talked a little bit about this to four check and pressures you have it's one thing to do for some stretches but the relentlessness you've done for the last like eight periods. How how tough is that in terms of working like that to keep it up? Yeah, well, we want to we want to attack in waves, and um, I, I think the strength of our group is uh, in in the depth and the four lines and the ability to do that. And you can't play that game unless you've got uh, four lines of guys that uh, hop over the boards and are willing to uh, to do that work. So um, I think that's been. The strength and the identity identity of this group, uh, you know, the entire time I've been here. Let's go to Justin Emerson with the Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Justin. Hey, Pete. Uh, I just wanted to ask. It seemed like they really wanted to carry the puck into the zone and not really dump it, and the two guys applied that pressure at the defensive blue line. Is that what you saw too? And could you touch on that, or maybe correct me if you saw something different? 
Well, you know, I, I mean, there, there's a lot going on. They're, they're a highly skilled team. And, and like I've said before, if, if we're not uh, detailed and we don't execute, uh, they, they have the ability to swamp us like they did in game one and, and like they did in the Tahoe game and like they've done, you know, at other points. So I think, uh, you know, our detail and execution has been really good uh, since game one. And uh, I think we feel good about our game. Next question tonight comes from Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete. You have to talk about how good of a season Jonathan Marcheseau was having for you guys. How nice is it to see him get rewarded with a hat trick there? Yeah, he plays so hard. I mean, the huge goal the other night and then three tonight. What do you say? I, I think that line, um, you know, I remember during the season uh, them having some moments where they, they always play well, they always play hard, they're always defensively responsible, but the puck wasn't going in at different points for them and you know they've stuck with it and they've gotten hot at the right time and uh they look unstoppable right now next question tonight goes to stormy Pontoni, vegas gold knights hey stormy you talked the other day about using those first two games as fuel how rewarding is it now to have that redemption at home and have the series tied up going back there yeah it feels good but we still have a lot of work to do uh obviously it's it's only two wins and and we have uh too much respect for Colorado and their game and what they're they're able to do and some of their players. So uh, we, we know there's still a lot of hill to climb, but uh, really proud of how we responded to how this series started. We were put in a tough spot and, and partly by our own doing by by going seven with a real tough Minnesota team. But, you know, that game one was a tough turnaround and, uh, you know, we uh, – we didn't, uh, you know, roll over at that point. We we kept, uh, we, we knew we could play better and, and we played uh, really well since then. We'll go to Jesse Granger, The Athletic. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Pete, can you talk about uh, Alex Petrangelo's effort tonight? Maybe not just defensively in the hard minutes he's playing, but also what he's doing with the puck. He had a nice look off on Marshall. Uh, yeah, you know what, he, he's been awesome. He has the ability to raise his level at really important times of the game uh, against the best players. He had a shot block uh, on the penalty kill. Uh, uh, you know, I think it was early in the third uh, when the game was still fairly close. Um, he's doing it all for us. And, you know, I, I think people look too much at the points. Uh, his game is about so much more than just points. Uh, the way he escapes pressure and breaks this out and um, you know, a lot of the intangibles he does. He, I, I think he's been just fantastic. Time for three more questions tonight with Pete. Next, we'll go to Willie Ramirez with the Associated Press. Hey, Willie. Hey, Pete. I remember back in the regular season when Colorado was here, we talked about diversity and winning different ways, and you stressed that it was important for playoff hockey. Last two games, you've seen physicality, resiliency. Tonight, the offense breaking out. Are you starting to see what you stressed during the regular season? here in the last couple of games and maybe over the last eight periods? Well, it was nice to score some goals tonight. Uh, you know, I think our group got rewarded for, for keeping uh, the relentless pressure on, on Colorado that I think we've been putting on them for three games, you know, both, both physically and, and with, uh, with the puck. So um, we just got to continue to do that and, and, and hope that, uh, uh, that we can still, 
you know, we, we can stick enough pucks in the net every night to win. Um, so we don't want to change anything. Again, we've got uh, tremendous respect for, for that team over there and, and their ability to, to bounce back and, and turn a game around quickly uh, and a series around quickly. So we've got work left to do, but, uh, you know, we, we, like, uh, we like where we're at tonight. Time for two more questions. Next, go to Jesse Merrick, Channel 3, Las Vegas. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Pete. Um, you talked about the, the second line there and just the effectiveness of them, but Marshall so in particular, the way that he's kind of come through with some really massive goals for you guys in the playoffs. Uh, what can you say about that guy and what he's been for you so far? <laughs> well, he's, he's been awesome all year. You know, I, I think when I, I met with Marshy, uh when we came out of the bubble, I think he was disappointed that he didn't score uh, in the Dallas series. Uh, or much didn't score much in the Dallas series, um, you know, and and I think uh, he wanted to make sure he came back this year and and had a great year and a great playoff, and he's done that. Our last question tonight comes from Chris Matthews, Channel Eight, Las Vegas. Hey, Chris. Hi, Pete. It didn't have anything to do with the game in a, in a sense of the outcome, but just that goal that that was, and kind of thinking more of the fans, these the, the range of emotions when. It's no goal. It is a goal. It's no goal. Let's review it again. It actually is a goal. The one that Grubauer kind of slid into the uh, into the net with. Can you just kind of talk about that? Just, I mean, I, probably more from a fan. You probably heard it there. Boo! Yay! Boo! Net, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, it was a range of emotions. I, I think I think the the story of the goal is who scored it. You know, our fourth line got the goal, and 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 Brownie scored it. Who has really been an unsung hero here. Um, you know, it's come in and, and, you know, it was, 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 was with us in the bubble, played sparingly, scored a couple big goals for us there, came back this year, you know, had a, had a major injury that he worked really hard to make sure he was back for the playoffs for us. And, you know, he, big goal for him and our team and, and couldn't happen to a, a better soldier for us. Thanks, Pete. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's postgame interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-1 to in Game 4, even this series at two games apiece. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. And it started off well for Vegas as they were really pressing early, but Brandon Saad would get the first goal of the game for the Colorado Avalanche. Here's a goal for Colorado. It was put towards the goal from the right point. Flurry knocked it down but could not seal the rebound. And the Avalanche strike first here in game four, two minutes in. That's Brandon Saad from JT Confer and Andre Burakovsky just one minute, 50 seconds into the first period to make it one to nothing Colorado. Six minutes later, Jonathan Marcheseau's forecheck would lead to the equalizer as Vegas would tie the game. Goes behind his own goal, taken away, shot off the post, no! Rebound wide! Riley put it off the post, now centering, they score! Carlson to Marcheseau! 
They wouldn't give up. They had three glorious chances, and they finally buried it. Jonathan Marchessault ties it up 1-1, seven minutes into the first. That's Jonathan Marchessault from William Carlson at 7.07 of the first period to make it 1-1. We'd head to the second period. The Golden Knights would look to continue to the pressure on the Colorado Avalanche, and Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty would link up for the go-ahead goal. Vegas the other way, left wing shot. They score! Max Pacioretty off the left wing. Vegas takes a 2-1 lead. A transition goal for the Knights. Pacioretty with points in all five playoff games. That's Max Pacioretty from Mark Stone and Zach Whitecloud. One minute, 11 seconds into the second period to make it 2-1. Vegas, the Golden Knights would continue the pressure, which led to a power play opportunity and a Jonathan Marcheseau power play goal. Marcheseau again, left corner, up top, Petrangelo waits to the left. Marcheseau scores! Power play goal! Ripped it home from the left circle! 3-1 Golden Knights, 8.32 to go in the second. That's Marcheseau's second of the game from Alex Petrangelo and William Carlson at 11.28 of the second period to make it 3-1 Vegas. Again, a power play goal. And as he's done so many times, Jonathan Marcheseau in the third period would complete the hat trick to put the Golden Knights up 4-1. Smith and Marcheseau buzzing in front. Marcheseau, hat trick. Golden Knights take a 3 goal lead. Smith set it up across the crease. Marcheseau delivers a playoff hat trick. And the Golden Knights on top of the Avs, 4-1 in Game 4. That's Jonathan Marcheseau from Riley Smith and William Carlson at 6.01 of the third period to make it 4-1 Vegas. A hat trick for Jonathan Marcheseau. And shortly after, Marc-Andre Fleury would make our AAA insurance save of the game. Left wing shot club save Fleury. Colorado just trying to get the puck in front. Marc-Andre snatches it. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. Later in the period, Ryan Reeves would set up Patrick Brown. His shot would trickle over the goal line. It would be challenged for goalie interference, though the goal would be upheld and the Golden Knights would have a 5-1 lead. Comes around the boards, Nicholas Haig, and out for William Carrier. Brown gets the puck up the middle, to the right for Reeves, to the middle for Brown, stopped! But Grubauer is into the goal. Will it count? The referee has signaled stoppage rather than goal. Upon further video review, the call on the ice is overturned. We have a good goal. That's Patrick Brown from Ryan Reeves and Will Carrier, 13-13 of the third period to make it 5-1 Vegas, and all that was left was the final call. Colorado gets it in. Hague banks it behind his own net with three, with two, with one. It's over. Vegas five, Colorado one. The Knights put their stamp on the second round. Marcia sell a hat trick, and the Knights win both on home ice to tie the series at two and two. There you have it, 5-1 to one the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche, evening up this series at two games apiece. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center.
William Hill Race and Sportsbook is now hiring customer support specialists in Las Vegas. Come parlay your passion for customer service into a successful career with William Hill. All shifts are available. Place a bet on yourself and apply today. For a list of available customer support positions and to get started with your application, visit www.williamhill.us and click on the Join Our Team tab. Then select Customer Support Nevada or email them at careers at williamhill.us. Boomer Naturals face covers and neck gaiters are the most comfortable, breathable, safest face covers on the market, offering a hat trick of three layers of silver-infused protection. Pick up yours today at CVS. While there is hope on the horizon, we still need to stay vigilant. Don't take a chance with your family's health and safety. Wear a face covering by Boomer Naturals. Ask for Boomer products by name. Boomer Naturals. Available now at CVS. Boomer Naturals is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-1 in Game 4. Hold serve on home ice. And we head to Colorado, Game 5, on Tuesday, tied at two games apiece. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by, the, by Universal Solar and Windows. Uh... So the Colorado Avalanche get an early goal, and then the Golden Knights just continue to chip away with their game plan and really establish their game again for the second game in a row, really for the, the, the last eight periods of hockey in this series. The Golden Knights have been the better team. They have controlled shot attempts. They have controlled high-danger scoring chances. They have just been a better team. And right now, the Colorado Avalanche are looking around, trying to find some answers. It's a Jonathan Marcheseau hat-trick. The misfit line continues to be great for the Golden Knights. And Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, Chandler Stevenson continue to do amazing work on Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, and Gabe Landeskog. I cannot wait for game number five. That will go Tuesday at 6 p.m., 5 p.m. pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance postgame show. Extended postgame show is next, right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. What a night. What a game. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-1. to one. Even this series up at two games apiece. It's a best of three now. 702-876-1340 is the number. This is two wins in a row by the Golden Knights on home ice and two games in which they were the better team. Darren Millard, what do you think of tonight's game? Rinse and repeat from game yep. number three. 
yeah. domination from the start uh, uh, and and consistency and the ability to finish was the only thing that really separated it. They were able to put the puck in the net when they had uh, the opportunities and uh, and made it uh, a laugher compared to the tenseness of the third period comeback in game three. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Well, I got both of you here at the same time. That's humbling. Thank you. I wanted to see if you noticed something that I noticed, and maybe I'm wrong on this. In the after the first five minutes, and I'm tired of hearing people say the who gets off to the how, how the start's going to win the game because that's nonsense. But after the first five minutes, we started stick handling like I haven't seen since Winnipeg in the first season in the postseason. Where, where the guys chop down on the puck when it gets near the boards. Am I crazy, or is that a part of the offense we haven't seen for a long time? Mike, uh, I'm going to uh, show Ryan Wallace what I have written down in my notes. And it says, great start outside of one goal against. Yes, That was my assumption of the first five minutes. So you may have just noticed the stick handling a little bit more. I thought they were spectacular in the first five minutes and just had a puck go against them. Uh, they, they control this game wall-to-wall. I, That's why they pay you the big bucks. Thank you, because I can write notes. And now, <laughs> I, To be fair, I don't think Ryan could read my writing. No, I couldn't. Uh, I had to sort of say it along and, and, uh, and sound it out for him because sure. well, yeah, I have chicken scratch. Let's hear from some of the 18,000 who were in attendance tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. Like I, I know that the Colorado Avalanche got the benefit of, of scoring first in this game, but the first five minutes of this one was dominated by the yeah. Golden Knights. Colorado comes down, they score on really their first look in that five-minute span, and you know I, I love the fact that the Golden Knights didn't change course after that goal. They just stuck with the game plan and found a way to get it equal going into the uh, second period. So I keep these notes uh, throughout, throughout the game. And it's a fascinating right, process. I, I know, it's amazing because I forget everything. <laughs> I do. Uh, but after the one nothing goal, Tyson Jost picked up a, a loose puck on a giveaway by Alex Petrangelo, went down to a breakaway. Uh, Petrangelo forced him uh, to, to make a move, and he wasn't able to get a shot off. But that's a, that's a breakaway. Uh, right after the Golden Knights fall behind one nothing, it can change it. But the back pressure by Petrangelo, uh, you always seem to skate harder when you give the puck away. Yeah. But that play uh, and Flurry being in position and uh, and Joe's not finishing, that's a big moment that that kind of slides in the background as after a five one win. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's those are those keys within a game, those big moments within a game that change the traje- the trajectory. The Golden Knights were able to get that in the first period. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. So I think one of the really important things about this game was not only that they were able to really shut down the McKinnon line, but they were scoring against them. McKinnon, um, Landeskog, and Rantanen were all minus two in this game. Yeah, combined minus six compared to the Golden Knights' top line, which was plus three for the game. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, hopefully they're, whatever they've figured out, you know, they're able to keep the pedal to the floor and keep this up because, I mean, I'd love to see two more games like this. 
You know, there were a couple of, of times within this game where Jared Bednar was able to get the McKinnon line on against a line other than Stevenson, Stone, and Pacioretty. And in those moments, there were opportunities there for McKinnon, Ranton, and Landeskog. Now, going back home, Game 5, Bednar should be able to get a, a more advantageous matchup for his three uh, top players. But it's also going to be up to the Golden Knights to find ways to to get that top-line versus top-line matchup because it's been so dominated so far by the Golden Knights. You know what's interesting is Game 2, uh, the overtime win by Colorado, it was Bednar that wanted that matchup, mm-hmm. top-line against top-line. And it hasn't worked out well to the point where he was trying to avoid it in Game <laughs> 3. Yeah. And I don't think uh, Coach uh, Pete DeBoer is chasing that matchup at all. It just happens to be that yeah. top lines play more than other top lines. Uh, I, I would argue against uh, Pete DeBoer's chasing any matchups at all. He's rolling, his, and he's been able to because of the score, but he's been able to roll his lines really, really well and is comfortable uh, with whoever happens to be out there against uh, the Nathan McKinnon line. I think the Golden Knights, just top to bottom, all four lines, and Pete alluded to it in his postgame press conference, they've just been able to roll because they, their depth has been so good and they've been committed to those details in their game. And the way Patrick Brown is playing right now yep, yep. gives you such a responsible player on the ice if the fourth line is matched up against that number one line. Now, it's not your goal, your target by mm-hmm. any means, but Patrick Brown, I think, has been uh, opening eyes since he's been inserted in these playoffs. Thanks for the call, Stephanie. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Steven. Steven, how you doing? Not too bad. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. We got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry. I've just been having a few issues with my phone lately, so I just wanted to make sure. Um, so this was a fantastic start to a Monday morning for me. I So I'm at work today on a very long shift, so I haven't been able to watch any of the game, but I'm hoping that when I go back and watch the highlights later, that what Dan, who does such an excellent job, was able to create the imagery in my mind that matches up with the intensity of what the game was actually like. Um, but I'm not going to lie, when the first Colorado goal went in, I thought, because this team's done it before, it's like, oh, great, here we go. Let's, let's, all right, is this going to be another another one of those games? And then... It was the exact opposite. Now that we're um, looking at the series as a whole, I think now that both teams have had kind of that blowout victory, you know, it's that best of three now. And I, I, I want to, as much as I don't know how much my heart can handle it, I want to see, I want to see five <laughs> games, ten games. I want, I, I want to see more of this because this is like this is what you'd expect the final to be, and yeah. we're getting it in the second round. And I know it's impossible to get Colorado Vegas in the actual final itself, but. This feels like a series that should be being played for the cup itself. You're, you're right, but here's the best part: is by the time teams get to a final, they're they're beat up and they're worn down. <laughs> that you're you're trying to get through it and survive it. What we're witnessing and being treated to here is the two best teams in the National Hockey League at their best, at their healthiest. And uh, the the series at 2-2 is is great uh, for Vegas to answer back and for Colorado going home uh, with home ice advantage, but also for fans. I mean, you, you said it, Stephen. Like, it's, what, a, what a treat to be able to watch this, this kind of hockey. Thank you for the call, Stephen. And I guarantee you when you sit back and watch this game, it's going to live up to everything that you heard. <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Avalanche 5-1. Even up the series at two games apiece. It's a best of three. Game 5 will be on Tuesday, 6 p.m. puck drop, 5 p.m. pregame show. Let's head back out to the phone line. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Al. Al, how you doing? Hey, uh, guys. Thanks for taking my call. And uh, I wanted to call and apologize to the Knights uh, players. Uh, you know, I was very critical before that they were like, always on their heels. They didn't have passing shots. And, uh, I mean, they just totally turned it around. They're looking like a total championship team. Oh, this is, Al. Huh? this is Tennis Al. Huh? This is Tennis Al. It is Tennis oh, Al. Okay. Yeah, this is Tennis Al, you know. And um, uh, they definitely got these guys on their heels. They got great passing shots. They got a lot of power, position. Um, uh, I see a lot of focus. They're not making mistakes. You know, they had a lot of penalties in a few of those games. And, you, you know, that's where football and, you know, uh, hockey come into play. You know, a lot of those penalties can get to you. And these guys, they played a really good game. I didn't see all of it. I saw the last two periods, but these guys look night and day. You know, they got uh, Mc, uh, McNabb back, and uh, uh, what's his name, um, number seven. I always forget his name, and I know his 75 was playing really focused today. Reeves, you know? Reeves. Yeah, yeah. and um, uh, you guys are looking great. If the Knights are listening, you guys got to stay focused, no mistakes. Keep them on their heels, and you guys are looking fantastic. You guys are looking like Serena Williams when she was just starting out. I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> Fantastic, Al. Thank you for the call. The Golden Knights certainly, again, over the last eight periods, I think, in terms of how the Golden Knights have executed their game plan, they have been the aggressor. They have been the dominant team here, and it's now on the Colorado Avalanche to find a way to respond. You got the goals from three different lines tonight, and there's there's a play here that I want to get into. Right before the Pacioretty goal okay. that put them up 2-1. Yep. Remember Petrangelo had the puck behind his own net yep. for the longest time? And it was yep. one of those, like, I'm going to go left, I'm going to go right, I'm going to go left, I'm going to go right. And, and then he <laughs> comes around the net and throws it on the, and missed everybody. Mm-hmm. And yep. it went for icing. Yep. And you thought, is that going to come back and haunt them? Instead, off the icing, yep. they go and transition straight up the ice and Pacioretty scores. Mm-hmm. It may have been the best icing I've ever seen after the longest, like, game of cat and mouse just what a weird connection to it and instead of losing the face off and having it come back to, to yep. bite you yep they, they found a way to score the goal i mean that's just alex petrangelo playing the long game right like he knew exactly <laughs> yeah, what was happening exactly. yeah. let's head back out to the phone lines bring in daryl daryl how you doing hey guys how's it going all the way from new york city awesome die hard die hard big bgk fan I'll tell you a little story behind that. My, 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 my brother and I jumped on the BGK bandwagon after, after the shootings of, in October of 2017. And we, and, 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 and we said, and we said, we're going to follow this team. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, it's very interesting as far as, as, as far, as far as the tributes and all. And we're diehard uh, BGK fans. What do you think of the game? The game, the game was out of this, out, out of sight. I, I, they, 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 they have not played this well, as far as I'm concerned, since 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 the Winnipeg series back in 2018. They well, were when, they were dynamite. When you factor in the level of competition, it's extraordinary. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh I, yeah. The, 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 I mean, Colorado. I, 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 I'm a huge Islander fan, and Colorado. Colorado. I hate to say it is is almost as is nearly as good as the Islanders, Edmonton. Mm, yeah. Back in the eighties. Yeah, I remember but those series. We dom we dominated them. We dominated them. What was the What was the reason? Is, is the only reason Holden didn't play because Brady McNabb came back in the lineup? Right. Yep. All right, Just, because because I because I would have figured Hague would have been Hague would have been out of the one. Okay, yeah, yeah, but 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 he made the right call. Yeah, you go right by call. pairings too. Uh, Hague and White right. Cloud uh, is a familiar pairing, and it's mm-hmm. it's a great thing to have. You're taking a, a player like Nick Holden, who's had uh, enormous uh, growth and impact in in these playoffs uh, out of the lineup. That's a huge, huge thing that you'll be able to do. One hundred percent. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Andrew. Andrew, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, fellas? I'm, Good. Just like Daryl, I'm a New York guy too, but I was actually out here for the, the game tonight in Vegas. Nice. I got to tell you, I've been to games at the barn, I've been to games at the garden, and the crowd tonight was absolutely electric. And I can't be more impressed with the way that the Knights, like, they were relentless. Like, and, and, and personally, like, I think that the Avalanche, are like, they were crisper on offense in that first period, but they, they just they, they melted down. Uh, on top of all the pressure, like 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 Stone, like I don't think I didn't see him lose a single faceoff. They neutralized McCarr. They neutralized Toast. Like I, I, if this team can keep playing this way, I don't see the Avalanche winning another game. What do you guys think? I, I love your we use of the word relentless. Uh, swarming uh, would yeah. be would be another uh, way to describe what the Vegas Golden Knights did to the Colorado Avalanche for the sixty minutes. Yeah, 100%. And thanks for the call, Andrew. Like, I look at the Golden Knights, the way that they've played over the last three games, really the last eight periods. There's no reason to believe that they can't continue to execute at this level. This attention to detail has been there for the Golden Knights. Now it's about Colorado. It's all about figuring out how to respond if you're the Colorado Avalanche. And the fact that the Golden Knights started this run of play with two solid periods in Colorado, mm-hmm. should make you feel very good if you're a Golden Knights fan. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-1. to one. Even series, two games apiece. Game 5 will go on Tuesday, 6 p.m. puck drop, 5 p.m. pregame show. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Rita, I imagine you're good. Oh, I am just fantastic. I am so happy. Um... But I do know you guys have a bigger end with with Coach DeBoer than the rest of us. You might give him a word of advice. All right. He will not need to do a motivational speech. Is all he has to do is show the team that five minutes of NBC's wrap-up where they felt the need to say, that's okay, the abs are going to come back. They're going home. Vegas won't be able to do this again. Uh, you know, just a suggestion. Oh, the NBC VGK is a good VGK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rita, thank you for the call. You are fantastic. I, I that's interesting um, because 
I, I see no reason to believe that the Vegas Golden Knights can't continue to execute the way that they're playing. They've been incredibly dialed in, and we've seen it now over the course of two-plus games. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Tom. Tom, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. How you doing tonight? Great. Hey, I just wanted to say, having watched uh, almost every game since the inaugural season, I don't believe I've ever seen our team uh, defense and, and forwards break out of the defensive end for three straight games against high-caliber team like we have these last three games. And I'm just, uh, I just am flabbergasted at just how well they are just handling moving that puck up the ice. And a big part of that is Alex Petrangelo. I know he's uh, taken some heat for the point production, but and I told Ryan this uh, the other day, he does not have to score for me. Uh, to be able to influence a result and and certainly control the pace of a game, Shea Theodore. Uh, there's others that uh, that you look to, to to put the puck in the net, but Alex Petrangelo does so much else. And and what you just said speaks to exactly the level of play that he's uh, performing at right now. Thanks for the call, Tom. I, I agree. In terms of Petrangelo, in terms of this game tonight, he was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Just so calm, so collected. And he is really making great plays in all three zones. And you look, you got that look off to, to Jonathan Marchessault oh. so on the power play. Uh, once that starts clicking, and it's it's clicking now for Petrangelo, I, I mean, he's, he's going to uh, just kind of dominate the series, which he's done so far. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Lou. Lou, how you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, two words, turning point. Which and one? Game five is going to decide if it turns our way or their way well do you believe in momentum absolutely so do i and and i also believe in trends and uh, they kind of go hand in hand and uh the game number one was the outlier and both teams agreed to that. Uh, but what you've got is a trend between the Golden Knights uh, finding their game in Game 2 and being able to maintain it in Game 3 and 4. Yeah, there'll be adjustments uh, for Game 5 with last change and certainly not this rabid environment. But uh, I really, if I'll be honest, I, I didn't think a team in this series could win three games in a row uh, head-to-head. Right now, uh, I, I might be in jeopardy of being wrong on that. You know, it's interesting. Again, I, I think that when we look at the Golden Knights and we look at momentum or, or confidence, whatever the case, whatever word you want to use, right now the Golden Knights have it, right? Mm-hmm. The Golden Knights feel good about their game. They're able to establish their game, uh, and they've done it now over the course of, of three games. So for me, this is all on the Colorado Avalanche to figure out what the adjustment is they need to make, and then it's up to the Golden Knights to either – not allow that to happen or make adjustments right back. We're back to wrap it up next. Extended post game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 5-1. to one, The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche. It's a best of three. Now let's sneak in one more phone call, head out to the phone lines, bring in Paul. Paul, how you doing? Ryan, you know I'm doing great tonight. Yes, I absolutely. I walked into that building, sat down on my seat, and I was electrified for the last three hours. 
This is a team playing inspired hockey. We walked in there, and the seeds had changed in this series tonight. We are going to take this over. We are Las Vegas. We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. I thought that was Mark Chinook for a second. <laughs> Mark, Mark, are you calling in under a pseudonym? Are you? Mm, hmm? No, I don't think so. Although uh, Mark and I took in uh, a good five, six-minute chunk of the second period, mm-hmm. and all I want to do is watch a full game with Mark Chinook. That guy's got all the energy, energy yeah. and it is fun. So, so fun. Uh, this was good. So both teams have a blowout win. Yep. They've swapped 3-2. Results. Yep. Now we start over in a best of three. Yeah, I, I'm really curious to see where this series goes and, you know what, where game five goes and what we see out of Colorado and what the adjustments are. Vegas made two changes after dominating five of the last six periods. And they put players in the lineup. Uh, McNabb hadn't played in, in a while. And, uh, and Ryan Reeves came off the suspension. Not a lot of coaches do that mm-hmm. uh, when you've got a winning formula and a successful formula. Uh, Pete DeBoer did, and he got an even better result. Yes. So that, uh, that's impressive. And Jonathan Marsh, so uh, one goal in the first nine playoff games. He scored four in the last two. Uh, well done. And, and the, you know what? Staying with that first goal yeah. after Riley Smith, Thinks he scores and doesn't. Mm-hmm. And Marcheseau goes to the net anyway. Yep. It was almost like he was going to the net to pick the puck out of the net. Uh, <laughs> but Carlson makes the play to him. That was the most important goal of the night. Yeah, 100%. And it's no surprise that it's Jonathan Marcheseau that finds it for the Golden Knights. Game number five will be this Tuesday. 6 p.m. puck drop, 5 p.m. pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the extended postgame show. Thanks to... Jeff Rubino for turning all the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers, for making this just so much fun. It's your show. We are just facilitators here. That's going to do it for us. We will talk to you on Tuesday on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.